Praise the Lord and welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph. God bless you guys, man. Last week was Easter, but now we're going to move on to Acts. We're in the book of Acts chapter 9. Last, last time we left off in Acts chapter 9, it was pretty radical, man. Paul was on the road to Damascus, and he was experiencing this adversity because he was out to go and get the believers. He had a bunch of men with him. They were riding on the horse, man. They were, they were kicking up sand. And they were upset and they were mad and they were ready to beat and tie up and bring the believers back to Jerusalem. And so what happened was, was God shined his light on them. It was brighter than the sun and it continued to shine around Saul. And the light was so intense and penetrating that Saul fell to the ground and he was blinded. And everybody that was with him was blinded. And that's when, that's when God said, listen, why do you persecute me? In persecuting the church, Saul was persecuting the body of Christ whose individual members are in Christ. That's what it talks about, believers, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. So this is what happened last week. He was on the road to Damascus, and it's radical because Paul was hit with the blindness, and he didn't know what to do. Man, it was like, here goes the tough guy down... Right off the horse, down to the ground. But something happened to Saul that day. Something happened big. And not only big, but I'm going to get into the Word today and show you exactly what happened to Paul. Father, we come before you in your name, Jesus, and growing in His Word. This, and we thank you for this podcast, Father. Now, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Welcome. Listen, I want to tell you something. Paul wasn't led by man. Paul wasn't led by the church, and Paul wasn't led by people. He was led by the Holy Spirit, and this is what we're going to look at today. Listen, this is probably going to be the best sermon that God ever preached today, not me. And you're going to go, what? What are you talking about? Listen, this is amazing. Listen, man, I'm excited because this is part of the Bible where, this part of the Bible is where we as believers have to make a decision in our life. We have to say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to serve you or I want to serve my sin. Listen, God is merciful, and the, but the Bible is real. And I want, to, I want to share this with you because believers don't understand how real it is. What does it mean to be born of the Holy Spirit? That's the question. So the scriptures seek, I'm sorry, so the scriptures speak of the necessity of being born of the Holy Spirit. Indeed, Jesus said the following in a private meeting with the religious leaders. Nicodemus, remember? The truth is no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit, John 3, 5. But according to Jesus, nobody can enter God's kingdom unless they have been born of the Holy Spirit. Thus, it is necessary that we as believers know exactly what that means. Being born of the Holy Spirit is the new birth. It's being born of the Spirit is also referred to, to as the new birth. The new birth is the work of the Holy Spirit who places the believer in a right relationship with, the, with Jesus Christ, with the God of the Bible. It is this work, listen, it's a work of God, not of humans. And John wrote that. I want to tell you this, my friends. Listen to this. The new birth 
is necessary for salvation. So the new birth is necessary because all of us have been separated from God because of our sins. Even Paul wrote this to the Romans. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, he says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But we've come short. And Paul is on the road to Damascus. He's fallen short. He's, you know, the wages of sin are equaling death in his life. He's coming after the, the believers, the born-again believers. And listen, he's going to teach non-believers how to put faith in Jesus Christ and have the new birth, the Holy Spirit. I got to tell you this, guys, because every time I preach about this, believers don't understand how important it is to be filled and be born and filled with the Holy Spirit. Listen, we left off last week. Where it talks about Paul was on the road, man, three days without sight. I mean, he was he and neither they he he didn't eat anything or drink anything in verse chapter nine in chapter nine. I'm sorry, in chapter eight, on chapter nine, verse nine. Chapter nine, verse nine of Acts says that and he was three days without sight, and neither he ate or nor drank. There's the adversity. Listen, God put him through adversity so he can wake up and see what his problem is. What are you doing? Listen, have you been doing things in life where you don't understand what you're doing? Look, God knows who you are and he's chosen you. So he allowed, he allowed him to do this, Saul, so he could, he could face God in a way where he could be born of the Holy Spirit. Listen, here we go. Listen, verse 10 says, and now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him, the Lord said in a vision, Ananias. And, and he said, here I am, Lord. What do you want me to do? Here's where Jesus Christ is calling Ananias, who was basically a disciple and was ready and available to be used by God. He didn't know that God would send him to Saul. <laughs> Saul was a killer, man. The man who had been persecuting the Christians. He had no idea. But God allowed him to see that in a vision. God's pairing these two men up for a season, for a reason. Wow. Did you guys get all that? I'm sorry, man. I can rewind it. <laughs> I talk fast because, you know, I want to cover so much, but I got to allow the Holy Spirit to work. And so that's my problem as a pastor. I want to feed you guys and feed you guys and feed you guys all the information that God gives me through studying his word and studying the scriptures. And so I get excited because I know that in verse 10, it says, now there was a certain disciple uh, at Damascus and Ananias and to him, the Lord said to him, hey, man, I want to use you. And he said, here I am, Lord. So check this out, you guys. Are you, you Listen to this. So verse 11 says, so the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called straight and acquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. See, here he is praying because God's paralyzed him like a scorpion. Stung him. Boom. Don't forget, he was brighter than the sun and continued to shine around Saul. God did. So Saul is wounded now, spiritually, physically. He's off his comfort zone. He's off his horse. He don't have the power anymore to drive these men against believers. Now God's turning it around with love. You would think, 
Oh, well, you're persecuting us. We should get back at them. No, Jesus says, no. Let me deal with your enemies. And he does. He does. God has a way of getting back at our enemies. All we got to do is love them and pray for them. God is faithful. Amen. So the Lord said, Arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas, for, the, for there's a guy named Saul, man. I, I, I took care of him. He's down, man. <laughs> of course, everyone knows who Saul is. So, and in a vision, listen to this, verse 12, and in a vision he's seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive sight. So he already sees him healing him. Wow. He's already seeing the vision. God's already showing him. God's pairing him up that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man. How much harm he has done to your saints. Here he is. Actually, he's talking to the Lord now. I mean, Saul physically seen God. Not spiritually, man. He saw the resurrected Christ. You know? Ananias is sitting there arguing with God. Not arguing, but he's he's like, you want me to face this guy, Saul? <laughs> he's a killer. <laughs> it's funny because, not because he's a killer. It's funny because God takes the worst and he makes them the best. Isn't it amazing how merciful and loving our Savior is? Wow. We don't even deserve it. But yet here he takes a man. And takes his nasty sins and forgives him and makes him blind. Well, that sucks. We're blind. Yeah, we're blind for a little bit till God can open our eyes to be born of the Holy Spirit. That's what this is about, being born of the Holy Spirit. What's this? This is amazing. Here comes the best part because the key is Ananias, okay, is being obedient and he's listening to God even though he don't want to do it. That's the key. I want you to understand that, believer. If God's calling you to do something, you better do it. Because if you don't, God's going to find someone else to do it. And you're going to miss that radical opportunity to bless somebody. <laughs> that gives me chills and goosebumps. Because I know doing the Lord's work is like a, it's like a, a radical high, man. I mean, I've never been high, but I mean radically high on Jesus. It's like I drink 13 cups of coffee and I don't have a hangover. It's crazy. You don't want to miss the mark. You want to go and bless people. You want to be like, hey, yo, come here. Jesus loves you. Because watching this person be built up and God using him is amazing. Wow. This is what the book of Acts is about. Building one another up. And Jesus blinds this guy and builds him up to another believer. This is what we're called to do, man. Listen, he answered and said, Lord, 13, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he's done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he is, check this out, and here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go. Wow. Wow. Amazing. A go amay. Look that word up, ago ame, in Greek. It's an amazing word. Go. That's not what it means here, but it means go. Don't be like Jonah. 
See, Jonah was blind for three days and three nights. The book of Jonah, he was a minor prophet. I remember when I was in college, I had to study that. For The professor was like, I'm like, dude, it's only a couple chapters, man. Yeah, we're in it still. It's seven weeks. <laughs> you get it now, Joseph? When God says, go, go. Don't wait. Go. When your heart is heavy and God says, do it, do it. Because he's using you. Listen. Adversity brings us back to Jesus. Adversity brings us on our knees. Adversity shows us that we are not God. Adversity brings us closer into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listen. We're spiritually blind and God's going to open up his eyes. But some of us need it physically blindness. And so verse 14 says, and he tells him to go in verse 15, but the Lord says to him, go. That's the ear. Listen, open your ears. Go. Wow. Amazing. For he is a chosen vessel. Woo, circle that. <laughs> Circle that in your Bible. He is a chosen vessel. You are chosen. Yes, you believers listening to me right now, you may have lost a loved one. You may have lost somebody in your life that you really miss. God is telling you right now, listen, through the adversity, I have chosen you to be the light for that person or for what, whatever it may be. God wants to have that relationship with you on a deep level. No, God doesn't hurt us. He fills us with his love and mercy. And thank God we're forgiven because I am a sinner saved by Jesus. Amen? Amen. Wow. Isn't this radical? How much Jesus Christ wants to use you? I bet you never heard a sermon like this. <laughs> because it's not about the tickle my ear message. God's saying, go. Go and be about my business. Listen, listen. He's a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him many things, how many things he must suffer. Wow, what a joy it is that we suffer. I don't want to suffer. Then don't be a Christian. Okay? Listen. He must suffer for my name's sake. Listen, if you want to be a believer, I'm sorry. I'm not going to speed through this sermon. If you want to be a believer, then guess what? You're called to suffer. The Bible calls us to suffer. Yes. Yes. I don't want to. It hurts. It all hurts for it. It's like breaking your bone. It heals. But it makes us a better believer. Stronger. It's like pile driving milk in us. You know, you get that vitamin D and listen, Jesus Christ wants to build you up, not tear you down. He suffered before us. Look what they did to him on the cross, man. Listen, he must suffer for my name's sake because of the word of God. He's going to go out there and suffer and spread the gospel and to be bold and be bold like, like, a, like a hot pot, hot pot of coffee, the bold coffee, man. He's, he's going to go, man. Listen, don't shut your mouth anymore. Go out there and say, listen, if God tells you to tell somebody, tell them. Well, I think I'm crazy. No, you're not. Jesus wants you to tell people. Stand up. 
Stand up in love. Don't stand with weapons. Stand with love. And say, can I love you and show you how much I, Jesus loves you? And, and, and help somebody in need. First John says, if, this is how you know me. By the love that you have for one another. Not by weapons, but by love. Jesus said, if you live by the sword, you shall die by the sword, Peter. Put it away. Peter cut off the, the Roman guard's ear, man. Remember? Whacked it off. Jesus grabbed it and stuck it back on his head. <laughs> we got to be lovers. Merciful. And now Paul is being showed love and mercy, but he's going to be shown the Holy Spirit here. And, and verse 17 says, And Ananias went his way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and may be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is what I wanted to preach on today. The Holy Spirit. You'll never understand God's love unless you're born of the Holy Spirit. Listen. He received his sight and was filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales. And he received his sight at once. And he arose and was baptized. Boom! He was baptized. No, we're not, we're not preaching the holy rolling baptized of the Holy Spirit. Holy. No, this is not a game. The Holy Spirit is not a joke. This is really the problem today with believers. I'm sorry. Lord Jesus, forgive me what I'm about to say. And I'm going to say it on the radio. I don't care. I, I, I'm ready for the emails. Let me have them. Come on, give them to me. <laughs> I'm used to them. <laughs> Listen, if you're not born of the Holy Spirit, you're never going to hear the Lord. You're never going to walk right with Christ. You're never going to see what God's direction is in your life. Every single problem that I see in the church and the non-churches and even outside the church and believers' lives, they're always coming back to me or other, other pastors or brothers or sisters and throwing up on their problems on them because they can't live in the Holy Spirit. They don't understand the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus left, God left the Holy Spirit for us. When he died on the cross, his Holy Spirit didn't just leave. Let me repeat that. When Jesus Christ died for us, all humans, all life, children, women, everybody, the Holy Spirit never left. In fact, the Bible states that the Holy Spirit is with us. Referred to as the helper. Do you know who the helper is? The helper. Well, I got all these troubles. You don't understand me. I got this. I got that. My, my car broke down. This and that. This and that. Ask the helper, the Holy Spirit. He will help you. Well, now you're pawning me off on the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yes, I am. Because I know that the Holy Spirit will motivate other believers to come to you just like Saul when he was blind. And Ananias. That's how it works. He was born of the Holy Spirit, Ananias. Paul wasn't born yet. Listen. 
And he's tickling his ear in the, in the vision and all that. He's showing them. I'm telling you. I have had believers come to me and say, Pastor Joseph, the Lord told me to bless you with this or that or this or that. That's the Holy Spirit motivating them. So now Paul's on fire, man. Listen. So when he had received the, so so when he had received food, verse nineteen, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus, and he fellowshiped with them. We need to get plugged in. When you're saved and you become born of the Holy Spirit, you need to get plugged in and fellowship with believers. Otherwise, Satan will try to lure you away back to your friends, your old life, and try to make you feel like a loser. You got to stay in the fellowship. You got to stay in the word. You got to stay in God's word. Listen, I want to read something to you because Paul, in the, in, in the book of Acts chapter 20, verse 16 through 38, he talks about how he cried for the church because he didn't want people to fall and go back to where they used to be in their old ways and it's easy to do when you're not plugged in God wants you to get plugged in he's given you an inheritance listen to this Acts chapter 20 16 through 38 but I'll start in 32 it says now brethren I command you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silvers or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities. And for those who were with me, I have shown in every way by laboring like this. You must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said it. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Listen to this. Paul wept for the church. He wept for the church. He says in verse 17, he wept because he knew, he knew that the devil would come and try to steal someone's joy. We cannot allow this, the enemy to rob our joy, to deplete us and steal our happiness. God doesn't want our joys to our joy to be robbed. Listen, man, he wants to have a a radical relationship with you, a joyful one. You know, who wants to wake up going, yeah, it's another day in this jungle. Ugh. No. No, that's not the that's not the believer's heart. Listen. In John chapter two, I'm sorry, John chapter three, we talked about how you know earlier in the message that, that Nicodemus was born of the Holy Spirit. But this is what he said to him in verse 5. He said, Jesus answered, Mostly, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Listen, verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. <laughs> and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel. Don't laugh, he says, that I said this to you. You must be born again. People don't get it. People say, Pastor, what do you mean? It's like the wind. It blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it, but it, you can't tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who was born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, are you a teacher of Israel and you don't even know these things? 
Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yes, we must be born of the Holy Spirit and depend on the Spirit. Not the pastor. Not the teacher. Not Amazon or anybody. We must be, you know, the jungle, Amazon jungle. We got to be born of the Holy Spirit. We must be born. And, and this is what I'm talking about. The Spirit. In Greek, it's genial. Anothen. The Greek word is translated again. Rendered. The birth that Jesus spoke was, that spoke of, was either a new birth or a heavenly birth. Listen to this. It is a spiritual birth. And we need to be born of the Spirit and depend on Jesus. He is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He left us the Helper. And this is what I'm talking to you about. Listen to me. Now He's filled with the Holy Spirit like we need to be. This is amazing. Boom. And verse 20 says, Immediately He preached the Christ in the synagogues that He is the Son of God. Now He's bold. <laughs> now he's ready to roll. You see? God's taking the worst and making the best. Why? Because the worst has, I believe, has more cojones to go do the job. <laughs> They've already been through it all. What do they need to be scared of? They know where they're going. Heaven. They don't care. That's why I respect hardcore people that fall, get up, and serve Jesus. I got respect for them. Because they're like the Paul, the modern day Pauls, and they're ready. They got the, the spiritual seal and the spiritual sword. They're shot at their feet with the preparation. They got the word of truth, man. They're, they're, they got the armor of God on. And that's what we need to do is put on the armor of God and be ready. Listen, immediately he preached to Christ in the synagogues. It's the son of God. He's the, he's the son of God. Verse 21, then all who heard were amazed and said, is this not he who destroyed Those who called on the name of, in the name of Jerusalem, on this name in Jerusalem, and has come here for the purpose so he might bring them bound to the chief priests. His testimony. They're like, look at this guy. Look at him. Look what God did to him. If God can do that to him, what can he do for you? Well, I, I've been a bad person lately. Yeah, God knows that. And that's why he has me here preaching the gospel to you right now to tell you he's in love with you. Okay? Listen to this. All who heard it were amazed. Okay? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded in the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, providing that Jesus is the Christ. Wow. It's amazing. Listen. It's amazing what God wants to do. He wants to do it in your life. And he's saying, are you, are you tired? Are you tired of living the life that you're living? Are you on the road to Damascus? Are you? Are you on the road to Damascus right now? Because if you are, God wants to show you his love and his mercy. But you got to take that step and, and not fall off the horse, but get off the horse before you meet God. 
and say, listen, God, I'm sorry. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm a sinner. I want to be a man of God or a woman of God. I want a heart for you, Lord. Lord, change my heart. This is what you need to pray. Listen, Lord Jesus, pray this with me. Listen, pray this with me. Lord Jesus, change my heart. Make me new. Forgive me of my future and past sins. Listen, I want to serve you. I don't want to be like you, Lord. I don't want to be blind anymore. But I want to be bold. I want the truth. I don't want the tickle church message where my ears tickled and I feel good leaving the sermon. I want you, Jesus, in my life and work in me radical. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, wow. That's what it's about, man. Don't be a, listen, don't be a, uh, 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 don't let Satan rob you. You're beautiful. God loves you. God's got a plan for you. Listen, believers, no believers, God loves you. Growing in his word loves you. And listen, I'm going to tell you something. God can do, Jesus Christ can do all things in you if you let him. We have the helper. We don't need man. We don't need man. We don't need man. Look, Saul's going to escape death because he's on fire for Jesus. The sufferings are going to start. The persecutions are going to start. Next week, we're going to talk about that. But this, this is the final word for me to you. Listen, God loves you with an everlasting life and an everlasting love and an everlasting mercy and grace. He has a plan for you. He wants to restore your life like Doricus. Listen, God wants to restore you and renew you and make you Wow, he wants, to, he wants to mold you into his image because he's in love with you. Paul was, Paul was out, man. But Jesus loves you. Listen, let me tell you this one more time. God wants to have a relationship with you. Will you do that? You can. Growing in his word was brought to you by the Holy Spirit, empowered by Jesus Christ. God bless you guys, and thank you for logging on to Growing in His Word. Listen, next week we're going to talk about Saul escapes his death, man. They're going to try to get him down there in the basket and lower him down. (laughs) He's on fire, man. God bless you guys, and and listen, don't be ashamed of Jesus. Be bold, because next week we're going to talk about boldness. God bless you guys, and thank you for Growing in His Word.